NFL Daily. Today, discussing the Kansas City Chiefs. And Sam, you're writing the article over at PFF.com all about the Chiefs and their offense and what we saw in a limited sample size in preseason week one. Are they running a 1980s, 1990s offense? They got a fullback out there. They have two tight ends. Are the Chiefs changing their offense? And why? Why would they? What, what are we looking at here, Sam? Yeah, we got to couch it in the caveat that it's just preseason week one. It was only a few snaps at the starters. But um, everybody's been wondering, you know, what are the Chiefs going to do this season to counter all those too high split safety looks that they got last year that did cause them problems, right? The problems are a relative term for the Chiefs. They were still the number one offense in the NFL in EPA per play, but they obviously struggled against those two high looks relative to what they've been doing the previous few seasons. Tyreek's Hill or Tyreek Hill's average depth of target went down a couple of yards. Mahomes made more mistakes. Everything was worse. So the whole offseason has been about, well, what is that going to do next season? How are we going to counter that? And I think we've all been thinking, well, they're going to spread it out more. They're going to spread the ball around amongst a bunch of different receivers, not just Tyreek Hill. And maybe they'll run the ball a little bit more into these wide open spaces because you take a guy you know, into the, the secondary and you're going to leave up uh, a space in the box. So we're going to see some more running. But in this 11 snaps, this is all we're talking about here, 11 snaps with the first team offense with Patrick Mahomes against the Bears. They ran either 11 or sorry, either 21 or 12 personnel. That's either an extra back, fullback, or an extra tight end on 8 of 11 snaps. On every single one of those snaps, Chicago had a single high safety, not two. Now, they rotated out of two safeties once, but all of a sudden, Kansas City is essentially able to force teams out of those two high looks that they couldn't get rid of all last season. So I think this is potentially a sneaky way that the the Chiefs are going to change their offense a little bit and go on the offensive again, not react to what defenses are showing them, but actually force defenses into something different. And so part of the reason why teams like running the too high coverages from a defensive standpoint is that you pretty much have an extra man advantage in coverage, right? You have three on two. You're trying to get as many three on twos as possible when it's when it comes to covering receivers and the reason why offenses want single high is because you're forced to at least on the outside play one-on-one right it it, it essentially leads you to one-on-one coverages um we also know that the analytics hashtag nerds always like to say ah stop running the ball don't run the ball don't run the ball but when you do talk to, to people around the league they do talk about look you don't have to run to set a play action necessarily but you do run to get the looks that you want and a lot of the shanahan mcveigh type of offenses have certain elements of the run game in order to get to single high, right? You're, you're, you're running certain formations or running certain plays in order to get the looks that you want. So there is this element around that, uh, of that around the league. I, I don't hate it, man. As far as the chiefs go, we, we talk about their four wide receivers that could be replacing Tyree kill, Juju Smith, Schuster, Sky Moore, Marcos Valdez, Scanling, Nicole Hardman. You don't have to run all those guys out there. You can rotate those guys through. And one of those plays with the fullback was a shot play to Marcos Valdez-Scantling. That's how you manufacture those downfield attempts. And maybe we are going to see more one-on-ones now because of the way the Chiefs might be running their offense. And I think philosophically for the Chiefs, it actually makes a little bit more sense because, you know, one of the counters people have been talking about is, well, you just run the ball a bit more against some of these light box counts, some of these more favorable looks. But think about what a win that is for defenses. You've been able to take the most explosive offense in the NFL and force them not just to stop making big plays, but force them to run the ball more. 
Like, that's absurd. That is a massive win for a defense. So instead, the Chiefs are saying, you know what, we're not going to do that. That's exactly what you want us to do. You want us to become less efficient by running the ball more in addition to not taking as many deep shots and, you know, hitting as many deep touchdowns as we used to. So instead, what we're going to do is, well, how about we flip this script on its head entirely and we're going to show you run-heavy formations and then we're going to pass out of them and stay with the the high value play, stay with the most efficient way of sort of playing offense, which is generally passing the ball, but at the same time, force you out of the coverages that take that stuff away from us. So there was one play I mentioned earlier against the Bears where Chicago started off in this two safety look and rolled to a single high at the snap, which you see happens a lot in the NFL. The second they did that, the Chiefs took a shot. They took a deep shot up the seam, into the space, uh, away from the roll. So essentially into the gap that was being created by the two safeties rolling from a, a two-high look to a single-high look. The second they got that look, Kansas City took that shot. That is exactly the kind of manipulation that this type of formation and this type of offense could do for them, create space that wasn't there last year when teams just lined up in too high and said, you're not having this play. Football fans, join the next generation of fantasy football with Rainmakers Football, their first ever NFT fantasy game from DraftKings. It's the only NFT fantasy game licensed by the NFLPA. Now you can play all season long for millions in prizes by building the ultimate NFT franchise. Right now, everyone can get their first full roster starter pack for free. Playing Rainmakers is simple. You buy, sell, bid, and win player card NFTs of the biggest names in the game through regular drops and auctions on DraftKings Marketplace. Draft lineups of athletes from your NFT collection and earn points for touchdowns, receptions, and more, just like daily fantasy football. Build your NFT franchise and enter free Rainmakers football contest all season long. Compete for millions in prizes. The next generation of fantasy sports is here. Download the DraftKings Daily Fantasy app now. Sign up with promo code PFF. Click the Rainmakers tile and opt in to get your first card for free. Plus, play for millions in prizes all football season while building the ultimate NFT fantasy franchise with Rainmakers Football. It's promo code PFF. Build, play, win only at DraftKings. Contest entries dependent on type and number of NFTs held. Eligibility restrictions apply. Avoid where prohibited. We see DraftKings.com for details. Um, I think there's another element to this too. The 2017 Patriots. This was the last uh, Tom Brady MVP season. So he's the best quarterback in the league that year. They ran. Uh, they ran a fullback out there more than any team in the league. They, the, the Atlanta Falcons mm. that year under Kyle Shanahan had a fullback more than any team in the league. That's still in this era of football, Sam, right? This spread to <laughs> spread to run, spread to throw type of era. But they kind of went big personnel to throw, right, with the best quarterback in the league in Tom Brady in New England. They also, the following year in the Super Bowl, remember they couldn't figure out the Rams' defense until – they started throwing two backs and two tight ends in there. They went they went run-heavy personnel, but then they spread them out across the field. I also think there's this element for the Chiefs. If they keep running two backs or two tight ends out there, it's not just running I-formation football. They can also go to their empty set, and that creates mismatches for their best mismatch weapon, which is Travis Kelsey. You can't just throw a corner on Kelsey if you're running this heavy personnel. So I think there's a strategic element or a tactical element to getting Kelsey his matchups as well. By the way, Michael Burton was the best graded fullback in the NFL last season as well, Kansas City's fullback. So, you know, if you want to feature a guy more, it helps that he was he's coming off a great season. Um, play to your team's yeah, strengths, no, I think man. you're right. Play to your strengths. There was another play in, in that 11 snaps, again, ridiculously small sample size, but another play where they manufactured, you know, a tight end running across the middle, 
against linebackers is exactly the thing you're talking about. There's space in behind because it's it's three high. It's essentially the two corners and the single high free safety. And then it's linebackers trying to run with one of the most athletic tight ends in the NFL. That's a mismatch in Kansas City's favor. So a lot of the ways that they are creating favorable matchups all stem from these heavier looks. Would you like some numbers based off what they were doing a year ago? Yes. So last year, the Chiefs were an 11 personnel team, right? That's three wide receivers, a single back, a tight end. They ran that 67.6% of the time. So more than two thirds of their snap. Um, that was eighth in the NFL. They ran either 12 or 21 personnel. So either an extra back or an extra tight end on 24.4% of the time. Both of those are middle of the pack at most. So they've gone from, you know, last season, this was a feature of their offense a quarter of the time to eight out of 11 snaps in that first drive with the starting offense. What's now, that, some of that may have been skewed a little bit. Is that about 73.7%, give or take? That, that's your department, not mine. I need the calculator. Um, look, some of that was skewed by the fact that there was a second one, there was a third one in there as well, sort of genuine, generally heavy formation type of downs. But they were doing this on first and 10 as well, multiple times. And it did seem that, you know, they threw an 11 personnel snap in there as well. The Bears immediately pivoted back to too high. They did it again later, immediately back to too high. So if they were like, you know, experimenting and kind of poking around the Bears defense and just seeing how they react to this type of offense, I think they got an absolutely, you know, they got absolutely the the answer they were expecting, which is, hey, this will work. If we want to do this to change how teams are showing us coverages, this is the system. Like this makes them do that. Look, Sam, I, I've compared the Chiefs, if they, if they want to be the next dynasty, that you know you compare them to the Patriots, right? Which is, you, you think they're going to be in the AFC Championship every single year, and, and they're going to win their Super Bowls, right? They'll, they'll get their Super Bowls. But if you're going to be the Patriots of that 20-year stretch, Patriots were really good at adjusting to their personnel, changing things up, adjusting to the league. I can't wait. It's only 11 snaps, but I can't wait to see if this is the adjustment that the Chiefs make going forward, and if this is another way to just unlock... More greatness from Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and that entire offense. The PFF, NFL Daily.